0: Hey, y'all, it's V, the, the tax lien strategist. Um, just after talking to some people who were just leisurely and casually talking about, you know, how they get a lot of phone calls. I get them too. From people just out of the blue who found your phone number, who are asking um, about, you know, do you want to sell your property? If your name has ever been on a deed and then your name is a part of any type of public record out there you probably receive these phone calls from people out of the blue. And so the way I explained it to them is this in this business, in the tax lien investing business, we have to understand how a property gets to the point from point A to B from the point where it is um, just sitting there um, where taxes are being accrued to the part where it ends up on the auction list. So picture this, a house is empty. Um, Sometimes there's a small percentage of tax lien property, property that's about to go to foreclosure, where you're going to find someone living there. Now, let's make sure we don't get mortgage foreclosures, which still have a mortgage on it. Those foreclosures are different than tax lien property, property that are paid off properties that people have a deed on a deed of ownership on. And so if it's family that's living in the home, they're more than likely going to be responding and corresponding with the tax office. So those properties never get a chance to never get on the tax, on the tax foreclosure list. Um, uh, the largest percentage of properties on the foreclosure list come because of no communication, nothing at all. OK, they haven't been. Um, no one has responded. They haven't been uh, notified as the tax office continues to go back and forth to court or the law firm that they hire continues to go back and forth to court on the um, tax office's behalf. And no one you get these people get plenty of time now. It's plenty enough time for them to respond and find out. And if you know that granny is deceased and her property taxes aren't paid, or if you think that she was homestead exempted and she doesn't owe taxes, always check and make sure she didn't owe some taxes or something before she got the exemption that was still, um, you know, that was still uh, uh, due and payable. But anyway, just uh, people should always check on the status of granny's property, whether you can pay the taxes or not. Um, But, but, Whatever the reason is, and the property goes to auction, it means that as investors, we know when a property goes on the auction list, okay, that it's because taxes aren't paid or someone hasn't responded. Because I, every time you're notified that the there's a hearing or, you know, there's uh, some court procedure going on to, to go, you know, with for the judges to see these lawyers have to prove why your property has to be foreclosed upon or auctioned off. Um, and it, it takes more than one time for them to go to court to get that done through the people are given um, ample enough time to, to uh, respond, to know, to ask questions and to get their business straight. Why people do it, don't do it. In all cases, I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm saying that that's just the case. Um, And so by the time the property reaches a stage where, you know, it's all public, so we know what's coming up because we we know there's a list called pre-foreclosures. And so we all have that list of properties that are coming up. At this point, people can either pay their taxes or go to court and and, and tell the judge why their property should be foreclosed upon. And more than likely, when they go to court, the judge will always rule in their favor, will not continue foreclosure proceedings. And then they'll have choices as to whether they want to set up payment arrangements or something like that. There is always a reprieve. It really is always a reprieve. Okay. But they got to respond. Now... When the phone, the phone calls that come in, we when we start looking for, 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 for heirs, we're trying to get clear title. We're trying to purchase this property before the auction because we want to own the property outright. We don't want to go to the auction and, and take a chance on bidding on it um, because even if we were to win the bid, we um, even if we could compete with big business and corporations and billionaires, Um, property, we could uh, do that, but then we'd have to deal with a two-year redemption period in Texas. And some of us can't afford to wait two years to go ahead and proceed with what we're trying to do with the property. So um, if we buy the property directly from the owner, we know now we own it outright and the redemption period doesn't come into play. All right. So When we start calling and if these phone calls are annoying, that's why we're looking for the owners and quite a number of us out there have that list. As investors, we're just gonna know which properties are coming up. And everybody is trying to rush to beat the clock to do what? To find the owner or an heir who can lead us to the owner or someone who can sign our contract so we can get it to the title company. That's the goal, okay? I do agree that these calls are annoying. I know some investors will not stop and sometimes the, num- the phone calls come in and you're like, how do they get my number? My number is private, whatever. Even if you show up on public record as a relative or a friend or a close associate, you may get phone calls because that's how things are listed on these public records when, you're, when, you're, when your name is in public records always check and see how you're listed and see who what information is out there um, you can have all the information removed if you want but anyway um, that's why we do it and it's an annoying because so many investors are out there trying to reach um, someone <clears throat> but here is another thing that came up that I want to let people know about if you have a property and it's not for sale, meaning that it's not an MLS, there's no taxes owed, not on the foreclosure list, and if people are calling you out of the blue just because they can afford to buy your property, whether it's for sale or not, charge them more. Yeah, I said it. If your property is not for sale, If you have no tax issues, if your property is not going to foreclosure, if you're just living life, minding your business, and people come out of the blue and offer to purchase your property, charge you more. Those properties are not distressed. See, with distressed properties, the reason we go from offering you more to hardly anything when it comes, the closer we get to the, 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 the auction date, where you're going to get zero, the less, um, you, know, you know, the less control you have of the situation. A distressed property is property that's on the brink of foreclosure. So the closer you get to the foreclosure date, the less leverage you, the property owner, have. Um, if I get the list three months ahead and I'm gonna, you know, and, and, and you know you're probably on the foreclosure list, you can probably ask for top dollar because you know I got time to get the get the contract signed, get all the paper paperwork done, even if I need death certificates, that's enough time to do all of that and still get it to the title company to close before the ninth hour. But the closer this gets to the foreclosure, to the auction date, now there's going to be a rush for time. We're going to be running around now crazy trying to get things done by deadline so we can stop the sale and get that property for ourselves because we don't want to bid on that auction. We want to purchase it before the auction. okay? Before the auction date. Because if we waited then, we probably wouldn't get it anyway because of all the big money people. So, there's a lot of work involved in that. So under, people have to understand why these things are done. And so we have to um, now, because we got work to do. And and um, so the closer you get to the foreclosure um, uh, time, the less leverage you have. And so, again, if your property is not for sale, charge them more. The at a premium. Do not charged even if the property is you know and and when they call and ask you out the blue don't give them a price just be very quiet and say and then say how much are you offering let the burden be on let it be on them and then you have take time to find out what it's worth and whatever it's worth charge them more then someone says to me oh well how can I buy a house for more than what it, it'll price for? Well, you figure it out. Y'all figure out how to get stuff that shouldn't have anyway. So figure that out. Uh, pay cash for it, and then no bank or anybody is going to have a problem with it. But you, as a property owner, you call the shots. You tell them the how, when, and the why, and charge them more. I'm not, if, Especially if it's not for sale, if you're not, if you're not trying to sell it. But if you are, if you're going to be uprooted, if you're going to be inconvenienced, charging more for the privilege of getting a property that's not for sale. One more thing I want to talk about while I'm on this is that, you know, we constantly say, um, you know, tax lien investing, uh, you need to learn the laws of your state. So how do I find those out? Well, every state has tax codes. Okay. Every state has tax codes and they're all listed under where they may be seen as statutes in that state. So what are tax codes? They are the laws that define the rules and the regulations about property taxation make sure when you're googling you're googling tax our property taxation because the our federal <laughs> federal taxes have tax codes and tax laws too so just remember that that's where all the pro- the laws of property taxation is listed in your tax codes it tells you uh, percentages it tells you you know how the laws of the state how long you ha- you know redemption it and so we as a people have to abide by the tax codes because our government has to as well. Our city and our count, county has to abide by those go- by, the, by the that as well. Now, here's what I call exceptions that are really not exceptions, but they're just things that you learn to do in this business of buying and selling and wholesaling and flipping and, and buying and holding and, 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 and real estate. <clears throat> I know... Without anyone telling me, based on experience, that if I find an owner two weeks before the sale and I get a contract from them, there's a very good chance. I'm not going to say it it is a thing because it just depends on your on your county. There's a very good chance I can get that sale stopped and get that contract signed into the tax office. What what am I going to do? I'm gonna build a relationship with our tax office. I'm going to talk to them, I'm gonna visit them, I'm gonna have a conversation with them, and I'm going to, they're gonna know that I do good business. So if I call and say, hey, I know that this property will be on the uh, foreclose on in two weeks, but I got a good sale on I got, I got the right customer, got the right owner, got all I need, i'm gonna use a certain language i'm gonna say certain things that i know to do more than likely they're going to say okay go for it, go ahead um we'll take we'll we'll give you 30 days on it um because they can do that um and so we'll give you a chance to get a closing on it okay uh, if you want to know more about that just give me a call and we can have a private um uh, uh call about it but these, these are exceptions. The, the, you, know, you know, the tax codes give you the, give you the, the laws. Um, you know, sometimes we talk about the exceptions to those things because um, anything is doable. At the end of the day, they just want their money. Tax office wants their money. And if they got to wait another 30 days for it and they think they're going to get it, they'll go for that. If you know how to deal with them and know how to, the right language to use. I mean, we do it all the time. People do it all the time. So we can get property. Uh, I don't know if I should be saying this on here. But yeah, property can be um, taken off the foreclosure list for a lot of reasons. And that reason alone is, is good enough. Um, I wouldn't try it. <coughs> it doesn't happen often. But I stopped the sale the day of the, of the auction. But I knew what I was doing. I stopped the sale the day of the auction and got the property to the title company. And we closed like two weeks later. So anything is possible. These things happen. But just wanted to... Let people understand why you get start getting so many phone calls um going toward when you get closer to the auction, you're getting so many phone calls because people are just trying to make a deal. People are, and you really don't have a lot of leverage uh if you're the seller at this point or the owner or heirs because you're about to get zero at auction. So people feel in their heads, in their minds that, oh, anything is better than nothing. Will you take this 500 over taxes and they feel that you are, um, you know, are, um, uh, more than willing now to take pretty much anything because, you know, we're at the ninth hour. Another thing is make sure you do your due diligence. I was also talking to someone this morning on the phone about adjudicated property, which is property we call over the counter. Let me say that real quick. Um, I always say that there's only two ways to acquire property, and, and it never will change. Um, because of the law of the land, because of where our, our laws come from, um, you know, uh, from the beginning of time, um, where our laws come from, um, uh, you know, uh, land has always been able to be only transferred legally Without any type of issues, is by airship, or uh, which is uh, when a pro- property has been probated, and and a warranty deed always has been, always will be. There are exceptions because if a property is adjudicated property is property that's sold over the counter. These are properties that. Did not sell at auction twice. So you have to ask yourself what it, you know, the natural question is okay, what's wrong with it? Didn't sell twice. Let me do my homework before I purchase this property over the counter. But how is it? So, so, so how is it that you can purchase that property over the counter? Well, when property goes from owner to the tax. Tax authority, okay? The trustee is putting it now for sale. So if a property doesn't sell on the auction-wise for two, twice, um, here in in Texas, uh, they may put a property back on the second time, uh, probably is about a couple of months. Now the trustee now has the authority, and read this in the tax code, to actually deed a property over. To a seller, the trustee can. It gets back in the hands of the trustee. And so now that trustee can deed a property over to you. Always watch those properties, though, and get some good ones sometimes. Here's, what's, here's why people should always look at property before they decide to bid on it, bid over the counter, whatever. Don't be thrown off by certain things like 5,000 square feet. I have seen too many properties, okay, that were 5,000 square feet, but, you know, it could have been uh, 25, you know, by 2,000, okay, and which nobody can do anything about with that. So, always do your due diligence or whatever... 5,000 is divided by 25 front. I think I'm right, not sure, but I think it's 25 front by even those um, town, even those that stuff they're building in the air, I hate those things, I'm sorry, um, that where they're not even caring about square footage anymore. They're just throwing stuff up anywhere. And so even those condos and those townhomes that they're throwing up, where they don't need as much square footage in the front, I just really believe there's not a whole lot of thought gone in those, but because Tex Houston, I know our county does not have deed restrictions. They just do anything they want to do right now. But make sure when you, you do your due diligence, you use your map and that you look at the dimensions and that you then visit the property, look at your boundary lines from, 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 from and, and, and visualize that property But uh, beside, uh, next to uh, the properties. Uh, on either side make sure you carry your map with you that uh, uh, has boundary lines of that of of that particular property as well as the two properties on either side so you'll know exactly what you're getting make sure you know what your 5,000 square foot is a lot of times those properties that don't sell at auction are even pieces of that property it may be a small piece of land that could be just uh, 15 feet long, wide, you know, that type of thing. Well, who's, which may not um, be appealing to uh, investors like you or I, but you have to ask yourself, because I understand why some people buy that. Ask yourself, who would want this? Well, the first people you would check are, with are the neighbors to the property next door to see if they want to buy from you to expand their square footage 15 feet on the front. So there's you know all kind of ways to look at this. So, but always do your due diligence, know exactly what you're what you're getting, and so and know why some of those properties end up uh, over the counter. Um, let's face it, we got billionaires and corporations bidding against us at auction. And so, if it was anything that they could do a lot with, they would. So we have to ask, Just ask yourself first, why is this property for sale? over the counter and understand why you can get it uh, without having the signature of of an heir or a seller. And that's why over the counter sales, but make sure you understand why they're there and what you should do with them and what you shouldn't. Uh, That's it for right now. I've got a few more to add here and some more people that I'm meeting with today. We're doing a lot of online um, meetings today. And uh, if you have any questions about anything or want to add anything or need me to discuss anything on this podcast, just give me a message at the tax Lean strategist at gmail or V, V-E-E at the tax dot strategist.com. Take care.